How many times have you faced a moment in your life when you had to make a decision? Panic sets in because your mind starts to race with fears and voices warning you, what if I am making the wrong decision? Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, a book of 679 medical ailments and also the hidden emotional messages behind them that we all share universally. And welcome to today's topic of how to make the right decision. Now here I am sure that you can relate that making decisions can actually be easy. I mean, you make them every single day, whether you are aware of it or not. Sounds funny, right? Now, how can you make a decision and not be aware of it? Now, a simple example is to go, just go to the kitchen to eat something when you feel like snacking, right? You're not really hungry, but you feel like, you know, we just want to eat something. We've all had those moments, especially when we're bored. Now, the main driver of your need to get up and go to the kitchen is to fulfill a desire to snack. So sometimes you contemplate, should I or shouldn't I? What will I eat when I get there? What's going to eventually going to be in the fridge when I get there? I don't know. So you're kind of like dwaddling over it a little bit. So you see your urge to snack here is pushing you now to make a decision. Should I get up or should I stay? And if the end goal is something that you might actually enjoy, then making a decision is like super easy, right? Now we tend to gravitate to what feels most comforting, which is also called the path to least resistance. Now, you could also have decided to not get up to go get a snack. However, deciding to suppress an urge that you feel feels far less comfortable than deciding to give in to the urge to eat. So why am I using this like such a simple example? Because if in this case, guys, if you really think about it, the decision-making process for this task was so subtle that you were probably not even consciously aware of the fact that you were trying to make a decision. It's effortless. Because what is at stake, for example, here in the outcome of your decision, is not so great. It's not that big of a deal. Now, it's when we have to make decisions about people, circumstances, or our future path, that is when things can start to get really stressful. Anxiety can start to kick in and you can start to feel confused and you start to get perhaps even nauseous. And also here, just a side note, right? Just here in a side note. This is also self-sabotage, right? It's self-sabotage trying to stop you from making a decision, which is also a sign of fear of change. So you see, a decision about whether you take, say, a new job or a new offer, change of course, or even a career change could be ending a relationship. And the list can be endless here. Now, it gets harder to make a decision because we have that emotional investment in a decision, right? In the intended decision. And mostly, of course, in the outcome as well. Then, the consequences. Now, what if we make the wrong decision? Right? There's normally so much fear associated with making a decision. Now, where is all this fear coming from? Firstly, it could also stem from our definition of what a decision is and also the past experiences with that. Now, if in the past we made a decision with positive results 
and also with the right support and guidance, then of course your confidence in making a decision will be healthy and strong and you will feel a strong sense of resilience when you come to a place of a crossroad where you have to make a decision. And you would clearly also be able to feel your emotions and intuitive judgment much better than what you would if you were stressed or panicking, right? whether you will make a mistake. Now, will I also be ridiculed by people? All these questions start to run through your mind. Now, the emotional list here can get very long, but ultimately, you get my drift, right? Ultimately, your general experiences with making decisions will have a very big impact on your level of confidence to make future decisions. So now, if you are in a state of fear, then it's normal to expect the worst to come. Or you might find yourself actually replaying moments from the past where you made bad decisions. Let me explain what is happening here with your mind when you make a decision. And then later I will guide you through steps how to make clear decisions in the future. So now here you are. You are in a situation where you need to make an important decision. First you think of the decision and without you even realizing it, your subconscious mind is already firing off in your mind. Right? It's going through your subconscious mind's archive. And remember also, we are biologically programmed to think negative and to also expect negative outcomes because it biologically helps us to prepare for the worst. Now here I talk more about this also in my research videos. So getting back to what I was saying, what happens here is that your subconscious mind now filters for all the negative outcomes that you had as a result of times when you had to make a decision. And your mind and your body is now floored and flooded with perhaps negative emotional memories from the past. And there you are, in a state of anxiety, fear, confusion, and reliving aspects of your past that has now been triggered. No wonder it can be so hard to make a decision, right? So. How do you work through and with these past negative emotions that you feel that is now surfaced along with fearing the outcome of your decisions? Let's start the decision-making exercise. So here if you have a pen or paper ready or you can even do it on your computer. And I'm going to use an example here of wanting to change, for example, career. So here when you look at the image, you will see in one column, and I actually have this on my phone as well, just sometimes when I feel like really stressed or panic and I have to make a decision, then I have the outline and the structure here so that I can just really brainstorm something on my own. Because as you know, sometimes we have to make a decision and we don't always have time to sit down or, you know, have an hour to ourselves. Sometimes you have to do it there within five minutes and so you can go to the restroom or something and if you feel that you just quickly want to, you know, go through some aspects to just get a broader sense of what you're actually dealing with. Because when we stress, we don't think clearly. And that's when we need structure the most. So here, when you look now at the image, you will see in the first column, what is my worry about the decision? Okay, and then the next column, you'll see what is the worst case scenario? Now, you'll see there I mentioned be realistic. And the reason for that is sometimes when we think of worst case scenario, we can blow it up out of proportion like a Hollywood movie. That is not what we're looking at here. What can be the worst case scenario in a realistic sense? Okay, because what you want to do here is you want to be grounded. You want to be balanced and realistic. You don't want to feel like you're trying to activate unnecessary superficial fears. 
And then in the next column we have is my strategy to deal with it. So here now what we have is, for example, what's worrying me about this decision is in this case for what I wanted to do here for this example was I wanted to change my careers. The question is, what is my worry about this decision? I'm thinking, gosh, you know, if I want to change my career, does it mean I would have to study something new? Does it mean I would have to change a certain path about my life? And then you're going to look at the next column. What is the worst case scenario? And again, be realistic. So it could be that I can't afford to change careers now because maybe it requires me to do something or take an extra step that I cannot financially afford at the moment. And I can't pay for it. Or I, can't, I don't have time to study for something extra. And then my strategy to deal with it, for example, you can, I can ask my parents for a loan. I can ask for a student loan. I can save money. Or I, that can help me to pay for my studies, for example, now in this case. So I can study, for example, after hours and on the weekend with a balanced schedule. And I can communicate my need for support to my loved ones. So this, this, is, this is a really good structure that's helped me to deal with quite very um, stressful moments and times where I had to make also really big decisions. Now, if you look at the second worry, for example, that I wrote down there is, what if I go through all this effort and then I never get a job of my new choice of career? That's a, that's a really valid worry. So now we look at the next column again. What is the worst case scenario? So it is that I don't get the job and I will feel that all my effort has been wasted. And then we're looking at what is my strategy to deal with that? And here I can say, for example, well, stuff it, you know, <laughs> instead of working for someone else, I can start my own business. Or I can start my own business in this field. I can work as a freelancer or as a contractor where possible. I can work overseas as a volunteer or through a sponsorship to gain knowledge and experience. And I get to travel the world at the same time. So this is a really good structure to help you to look at what are you dealing with? What are you facing? What is the immediate problem? What is the, the worst case scenario of that? But then also, what are your solutions going to be? Now there I, for example, wrote down one solution. I invite you to actually write down two to three solutions to every single worry that you have. Because also as you now look at the general overview of your, what you wrote down there, if, if you're doing that exercise, right, meaning everything, your worries, you know, possible solutions, the strategies, how does it make you feel? This is the important part. Now that you have everything written down, hypothetically now, how do you feel? Right? Focus now completely just on the feeling, not just the decision itself. Because as you're feeling here now, where do you feel these sensations or emotions in your body? Now, if this emotion or emotions had a starting point in your body, where would it originate from? Where would it be? It could be your heart, it could be your back, it can be your arms. Because remember, emotional stress can also be stored in the physical body. And so sometimes we're so, we, we, because we tend to go into what's called the numbness state, so we're not always necessarily consciously aware of how we feel, but we feel pain in the body. And when you feel pain in the body, that's a call to action, that the body is actually indicating to you, hey, there's suppressed emotions here. Look at me. Listen to me. So put your hand there where you feel this feeling. And then close your eyes and ask yourself, is this emotion my intuition? That's now perhaps, or is, it or is this feeling tied to a bad memory from the past? 
Now here, if you feel or sense memories from the past coming up, then it would be a very clear indication that the core underlying fear is normally strongly connected to past memories, which is now, for example, hindering your judgment to make future decisions here. Now, if you didn't sense a past memory or an event, and you, the feeling that you feel in your body, and you feel that it's not negative, then this feeling might actually be your inner voice, asking you perhaps to ask more questions. If there's a sense of neutralness leaning more towards feeling negative, then you need to ask more questions about this decision that you want to make. And if you don't have a negative feeling, then you're probably spot on, on target with the right decision. Because what this exercise also now has done, it helped you to work through any potential flaws that could have happened. And you know, and now you actually have a better idea of what you're going to deal with if you make this decision. And the reason for that is because we are creatures of habit. We need to know what's going to happen. We need a certain level of preparedness because it gives us security. And when we have security, we feel more confident. So here is, for example, now, if it's positive, it's normally a green light to go ahead. However, also just having said that, just a word of advice, you know, I always, myself even, I talk to someone that I know that normally is not too attached to the decision that I'm trying to make, just to always get that detached perspective based on what you're trying to create and to do for yourself. So guys, thank you so much for joining me here today and also join me for how to make the right decision, part two of two. We have another part coming up here with more fun exercises for you. So until next time, be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Ailments. And I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that. And I'm spoiling it because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life. And also remember to catch me on Instagram, Yvette Rose, one with a digit one, and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye, guys.